Good morning. Welcome, everyone, to our next episode of Sunday Prep. Jem, how are you doing today? I'm, uh, <clears throat> I'm uh, a little bit choked right now. Uh, <laughs> officially, we've been talking about it for weeks now, Father, but officially summer... Uh, summer's over. You can tell by my my dress uh, that I'm dressed for school. I'm dressed for <laughs> back to school, shirt and tie, no more t-shirt looking like I'm going to the beach. Um, so maybe um, I should be a little bit sad, but I'm actually happy. At, you know, the, the, the new school year, the first day of classes, it's an exciting time. Um, whether you're a student now or haven't been a student for many years, there's something exciting about this time of the year. Everything feels new and fresh and a clean slate. So, so I'm doing well, I guess. That's a long answer to a simple question. <laughs> well, it is it is an exciting time. And as you said, everything started, school started, uh, seeing uh, not only old faces, but also new faces in our school, uh, too, with the new teachers, uh, too, who, who will be working with us this year. I mean, it is an exciting, you know, uh, getting to know more people and share more of our knowledge, our faith. So always, always, it, it really is a great joy uh, of the unexpected, actually. Uh, but... Um, the beautiful thing is that we are not alone. The Lord is leading us and uh, he's helping us to share all that we have and all that he is uh, offering to us, which is himself, uh, to truly and fully. So with that, we are actually coming to our first um, Doro Sunday uh, with this uh, coming back uh, kind of way, New Year, let's say. Um, and I need to say to you, we're just talking, be ready for our readings this Sunday. They're pretty long. Uh, so <laughs> make sure make sure uh, you'll catch all that because they are really rich and beautiful readings uh, to remind us of, of our daily life, daily duties. But um, for, for me particularly, there was one sentence from uh, our second reading, uh, a reading from, from St. Paul to Timothy. And it's right in the middle of, of the reading when we will hear this saying. Uh, this saying is trustworthy and deserves full acceptance. Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. Of these, I am, I am the foremost. You know, um, I know it, it's out of the context that uh, the sentence is being taken. But simply it's uh, St. Paul who is speaking of himself. Uh, who he was and what he became through the grace of God, the grace of becoming a uh, member of Christ and be baptized into the ministry to which Christ called him, which is to be an apostle. And um, simply it's striking me um, because of the new year, uh, two uh, new challenges that will be arising, I believe, quite soon, um, too. Uh, but then to the joy of, of where I am being called to. And um, I know as a priest, uh, my vocation is, is to celebrate the sacraments, to be in the person of Christ at the altar of sacrifice, to share my faith, uh, to proclaim the faith and to live the faith. But then, um, you know, with all that things, you know, as you as it sounds, it may be a little bit overwhelming. And sometimes I will I may forget, you know, about myself. And uh, that's something that uh, I'm so grateful always to the word of God of about being reminded of um, simply because of, of the work and every day. And not only the work and the ministry, but also the world outside, uh, the secular world. 
and um, to, to a priest or religious or even as a parent and a teacher going with everything, uh, the same the same struggles come. So uh, these two vocations in this uh, aspect regard are not so much different. And to me, as I'm looking in the, at this, uh, who Christ came to call the sinners. And, uh, and he says of himself, of these, I am the foremost. And you know the who St. Paul uh, was before he became an apostle. He was killing the first uh, Christians. He was persecuting them in any possible way uh, he could. Uh, and from that, he was called uh, to do the opposite, to save them, not only in this world, but for the next, to proclaim the one who he thought was a lie and did not believe and trust. Now he is preaching with him with his own life and about his resurrection. And for me as a, as a priest, you know, I need to be reminded of that too, that I was called to this ministry and I was a sinner. I am a sinner. Um, I still go to confession. Like I always like to remind my confirmation students, yes, guys, I'm going to confession too. It's not an obstacle to me. I'm not only the one who sits on that side of the window, but also I am in the same spot as you are. And to be reminded of that is a great moment um, of reflection. Um, how am I forming my life uh, as a priest? How am I forming my life as a uh, human being, as a man, as a male? Um, and uh, to, to see those two aspects, not to separate them in any way, but I can, so that I can join them together in a way Christ our Lord is and wants uh, me to be, uh, to join these two uh, aspects, the spiritual life and uh, the daily life. Um, and so I need to be reminded of that too, uh, so that I may, okay, stop for a moment and think of all that Christ uh, has given me, all that he's giving me, and then how much I am giving. And um, if we'll look in uh, our readings for this Sunday and then join them with, with the gospel, we'll see that uh, how when we separate things, the spiritual life and the daily routines, daily life, how and where that will lead us to. Um, mostly it's the distraction and uh, the losing of hope the losing of any cause that, okay, I want to do another step. Uh, and that strength will, will be disappearing more and more. And um, so many of us, um, unfortunately, as we see, uh, losing that, um, losing the, the, the side of hope of tomorrow, the strength of tomorrow. And um, why is the reason I even live, right? We hear that question so often in TV nowadays or social media and um, whenever I read the commentaries or what the people are sharing I see that um, it's not so much lack of faith but there is this lack of hope like this tomorrow is is there is no reason for for it to fight uh, to make it better to share more of yourself to others uh, there is this lack of of seeing um, that there is a goodness um, and so as St. Paul, and as I'm seeing myself too, receiving the gifts, uh, we will receive them because that's the grace of God, or more beautifully to say, this is the love of God, the Father, uh, to give all that to us. But then um, how do we will accept it, you know, if we will use it for our strength and growth and share with others, or we'll just 
store them up, bury them in the ground, deep in our heart or deep in our mind, and all of that will just be gone. Um, it will just rot and be destroyed. And uh, I want to make that a little bit for myself, especially, you know, so that I can pull up all that the Lord has given me and also the treasure of my life to share it with, with others. So that's where my mind, I know it's a little bit blobbing around too, but uh, I want you to see, you know, that uh, the lives that we share in matrimony or in religious or priestly vocation are not so much uh, different. Um, there are different responsibilities, but we share really much the same struggles, uh, if we want to call them, but also then the strengths uh, that we are receiving in that in the trials and in that time, blessed time to be called the children of God here. So I'm going to shut up at this very moment. Uh, so I'm going to pass the microphone to Jim and I'm sure his insight is going to be rich. Um, well, don't set the bar that high, Father. Um, <laughs> I, you know, I, um, I'm not really sure kind of where I want to, where I want to go with this. And I'm not sure because I guess my head bounces around a little bit into different categories and, and kind of similar to you, there's a feeling of like a lot to that you want to say in, in anyway. So here's kind of where I'm thinking, you know, um, I don't know if I qualify yet for kind of uh, having midlife or midlife crisis. If I'm not, I'm within a stone's throw of it. Um, but I think most people who are, you know, uh, heck, you don't have to be middle of life you can be towards the end of your life or the beginning of your life but to have a moment of questioning of kind of like what's my meaning what's my purpose you know what am i doing here you know you touched on this a little bit father about people feeling kind of uh, almost a hopelessness right of you know where what's the meaning and purpose of my life and i think that's a kind of a common struggle that we all have and when we lose sight of the mission and the purpose you know we we struggle to kind of move forward we because we don't know where the forward is really uh, and, you know, St. Paul gives us something, I think, very rich here in this um, second reading, his letter to Timothy, because he gives us, I think, in a very brief one sentence summary, the mission statement um, of Christ, you know, the, the meaning and purpose of, you know, what are you doing here? You know, you, you are God. What are you doing here? <laughs> you know, like, oh, like, and it, it's very simple. Jesus Christ, uh, Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. You know, there's obviously so much more that could be said and more has been said. And the saints and the scriptures kind of give more details and more nuance and more seasoning and life to this and you know, reveal to us uh, as seekers and believers kind of how we live this out. But in a very short mission statement type way, you could kind of print this out and put this, you know, over the, the doorway of the church. You know, why, you know, what's the purpose of Christ? Why did he come here? He came to the world to save sinners. Um, and I think, you know, that kind of begs the question, like, who are the sinners? You know, and you will see this in the, in the gospel readings, you've hinted at father that they're rather long because you have, you know, some people may not realize this, but sometimes the church gives the option for the longer version or the shorter version. And here at St. Cecilia's, the pastor, um, likes to go with the longer version, which is wonderful because it means we get more scripture, but you'll see in those readings and they're familiar readings to us. Um, you know, these questionings of Jesus's peers and contemporaries and the Pharisees and these different people around him of saying, you know, who are these sinners? You know, why are you hanging out with these sinners? You know, on the very simple answer, we're all uh, sinners. Um, but I think that's kind of almost too easy of an answer, you know, just because it's too easy for us to dismiss that as like, okay, well, 
you know, we're all equally good, we're all equally bad, we're all just kind of in this mush of sinners, and therefore, my sin's just like, nah, it's okay. Like, it's just kind of a thing that's there. Like, we all have noses, we all have ears, we all have fingers, like, it's just a thing that's there. Um, but that's not really the case, you know, and I think for Jesus and his, um, and the parables we're going to see in, in the gospel on Sunday, you know, the impact that he makes on the lives of those sinners, those, those truly fallen away, those truly, um, those people who are forsaken, those people who are abandoned by society, people who felt abandoned by God, to have the Lord kind of break into their lives in this radical way is an occasion of great rejoicing, you know, and, um, and I think for us, maybe there's a reflection in there to not just take this as Jesus's mission statement, which it is, you know, he came into the world to save sinners and not just for us to recognize, I think simply that, you know, we're sinners, you know, we are, but to kind of maybe recognize the, the true wickedness of sin and the true destructive power of sin and what it does to us and how we can't save ourselves from sin. Um, sin's not like a psychological problem where I can just kind of, you know, go talk to a, a therapist and talk my way out of it, or I can, you know, go on a diet and change my lifestyle and, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll get rid of this sin by way of some other way of living my life. Um, sure, we can repent and we can change, but the only way to be kind of freed from it, to be saved, um, is is with the Lord Jesus. Um, and, you know, I think that's one of the these great uh, reflection for us is to kind of think about what does that mean that Jesus uh, came into the world to save, you know, um, you only save those who are in, in desperate need. You don't save people who are, you know, like if somebody is walking on the sidewalk and they, they stub their toe and I grab them before they fall over and go like, Oh, are you okay? I didn't save them. You know, they weren't in, they weren't in mortal danger, but if somebody was on a subway platform and was falling about to fall into the tracks and I grabbed them, yeah, I've saved them because there was mortal danger there. And I think, um, I think with the Lord Jesus, we have to understand, you know, what it means that he came into the world to save. And I think that means for us to kind of consider what it means to be um, the ones who are to be saved, to be the sinners. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of reflections in there. There's a lot of things we could go down. And obviously we could talk for a very, very long time. But I guess that's where my mind is to kind of, for me personally, to, to kind of recognize, even, even in the smallest ways that my sins are destructive and um, even in the smallest ways, I need to kind of ask the Lord to enter into my life, into my heart, into my day to, uh, to save me, to kind of bring his grace, to kind of give that purifying, that healing um, treatment for my soul um, to elevate me. You know, St. Paul goes on after this brief passage to, to, to go on to praise God, you know, um, of how good God is and all glory to God and, and praise the Lord for his goodness. And um, yeah, I think that's that's something for us to kind of, I don't know, maybe bite on, or at least for me, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll speak for myself to kind of sit on and, and think about um, kind of where all this fits into my life. So anyway, we're, we're going probably longer than we should. And if you're still listening and you're still here with us, um, thank you. Um, but anyway, that's maybe some things to think about this weekend. Yeah, no, there's definitely so much. And, you know, I always, um, just just to close it quickly and shortly you know the worst the worst that the sin has done to us is to not see god as he is face to face and maybe that's uh, something to conclude all that and then uh, open it uh, once more so i wish that you'll be able to do that uh, not only this weekend but uh 
the, in daily life, meditation and prayer, uh, to wreck, to see the, the face of God and save through Jesus Christ, uh, our souls from, some, from sin. So God bless you. I will see you all over the weekend. And uh, kids, good luck in school. <laughs> Bye, everybody.